Welcome to the Derek Prince Ministries podcast, helping you to grow stronger in God. For more than six decades, best-selling author and Bible teacher Derek Prince has been a source of inspiration for millions of believers around the world. You too can benefit from his compelling biblical insights. And now, Derek Prince. In our spirits, we've been climbing together the seven successive upward steps that lead us from our initial faith in Christ to our goal of full spiritual development. As we have seen, these steps are clearly set out for us in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-7. through 7. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to goodness knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. There are the seven successive upward steps from faith. Goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. May I suggest that you would find it very helpful to memorize these seven steps? Just keep going over them to yourself until you can say them without hesitation and in the right order. Then you'll always have a spiritual yardstick with you, which you can use from time to time to check on your own spiritual progress. Yesterday I spoke about the fifth step up, godliness. And I defined godliness as a life that would be meaningless if there were no God, a life that continually confronts those around it with the reality of God. I uh, illustrated it from Second Corinthians 2.14, where Paul says, But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and spreads abroad the fragrance of his knowledge by us in every place. So it's a life that's entered into Christ's victory and shares his victory, and out of that victory it spreads abroad continually something invisible but very permeating uh, with a tremendous power of influence, the fragrance of Christ. So that's godliness. Today we're going to look at the sixth step up, brotherly kindness. We need, first of all, to understand what that means. The commonest description for our fellow Christians in the New Testament is not believers or saints, but brothers. And so when it speaks about brotherly kindness or love for our brothers, it's not talking primarily about natural family relationships, but it's talking about our relationships with the other members of the family of Christ, our brothers and, of course, our sisters also in Christ. And before we can attain to uh, the final seventh step of love, which I'll be speaking about tomorrow, we have to get up to this step of love for our fellow Christians, being able to relate to them, being able to get on with them, being able to accept them. And I want to say frankly, out of my own experience, and out of observation of many lives, this is not always easy. Christians are not always easy people to relate to. And remember when you say, sure, that's true, 
it probably applies to you too. Let me say this, at some point it will always be our fellow believers who cause us our greatest difficulties. This is very hard for some Christians to understand. They say, well, if it happened to me from a person who wasn't a believer, I, I could take it, but it's, it's a believer that's treated me like this, that's betrayed me, that's deceived me, and so on. Well, that's part of what we have to go through on our upward progress, learning to relate to our brothers and sisters even when they're not right in their relationship with us. Listen to what the psalmist says in Psalm 55. I think it's the psalmist David. He'd been through this. Listen to his words. If an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. If a foe were raising himself against me, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship as we walked with the throng at the house of God. See, David had had the experience of being betrayed by a man with whom he'd enjoyed close, sweet, intimate fellowship, a man with whom he'd shared in the service and the worship of the house of God. Yet this was the very man, apparently, who had betrayed him. He said, that's what makes it so hard. I want to tell you, it's not only David that has to go through that. You and I, sometime or other, will probably face a similar situation. There are two things to remember when we're confronted by such a situation. The first is, we cannot say to these people who've treated us wrong, our fellow believers, I don't need you. Paul's very clear about that in Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21. He says, we're all members of one body. And as members of the same body, we cannot say to one another, I don't need you. Paul says it this way, the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. Often that's our first reaction when a fellow believer treats us wrong, betrays us, lets us down, disappoints us. We just kind of write him off, say, well, I don't need you. I can get on all right without you. The Bible says you do need him. We need one another. God has so arranged our lives that we cannot get on without one another. And that's not a valid way of escape from your problem to say, I don't need you. The second thing you need to remember is that God uses our fellow believers to change us. And he uses us to change our fellow believers. I always think about the picture of David's five smooth stones. You remember that when David was on his way to fight Goliath, he declined to use Saul's armor and weapons. But instead, he took his sling and then he went down to the brook and he took five smooth pebbles or stones out of the brook and he used them in his sling. And I've always sort of thought to myself, how did those pebbles get smooth and usable? Because if they hadn't been smooth, they wouldn't have been reliable. They wouldn't have flown through through the air. And I, in my mind's eye, I always see those stones. The brook is running over them with its pure water, and that's shaping them all the time. And as the brook runs over them, it rattles the stones against one another, and then knocking the sharp edges off each other until they're rounded and ready to use. And that's how it is in the Christian life. We have to stay in the brook. We have to stay in the place of fellowship, the place where God's pure water of his word is flowing over us and changing us and washing us. And we have to be prepared to be jostled against our fellow believers and let them knock off some of the rough edges off us. That is, if we want to be usable to God. David didn't go to the top of the mountain and pick out some striking angular rock 
he went down to the valley, the place of humility, and he took a stone that had been through God's dealings to be the kind of stone he needed. And our heavenly David, Jesus, chooses the same kind of people when he wants to use them. Look at the example of Jesus himself. In Hebrews 2, verses 11 and 12, it says this, For both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one Father. Jesus is he who sanctifies. Those who are sanctified are we believers. We're all from one Father. For which reason he, Jesus, is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will proclaim thy name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation I will sing thy praise. I hope you see the point. Because God is willing to call us his children, Jesus calls us his brothers. He cannot deny us the name of brothers, though we may be very unworthy at times, because God has given us the name of his children. And the same applies to you and me. If God has called those fellow believers of ours his children, we have to call them brothers. If God has accepted them, we cannot reject them. We cannot call God our Father and at the same time reject God's children. Here's a thought for you. We can choose our friends, but not our brothers and sisters. Now let's look at the new commandment that Jesus gives us. In John 13, verses 34 through 35, Jesus says this to his disciples, A new commandment I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. All men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Notice, first of all, that love is not an option. It's a commandment. He says clearly, a new commandment I give you, love one another. In a certain sense, you could say, it sums up all the previous commandments. They're all summed up in this one commandment, love one another. If we keep this commandment, we're all right. If we break this commandment, we're far from all right. We have no options. We have to love one another. Then Jesus says, what will be the result of our loving one another? He says, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. That's very Im important. We really only have two alternatives. We can obey the commandment of Jesus and love one another, and our testimony will reach all men. All men will know that we are his disciples. But if we disobey the commandment and fail to love one another, we invalidate our own testimony. It doesn't matter how much preaching we do. The world will look at us and say, but these Christians, they can't get on with one another. They quarrel, they fight, they attack one another, they separate, they split. Their religion doesn't work. Their words may sound good, but it doesn't produce the right results. And so, no matter how much preaching we may do, if we do not demonstrate to the world as Christians that we love one another, it's questionable how much good our preaching will do. We're obligated to make it work. Start where we are in the household of faith. Love our fellow believers. I've said to people many times, if it doesn't work at home, don't export it. Don't ask people to believe something which isn't working for us. We are obligated to love our fellow believers. It's a commandment. Let's accept it and obey it. Thank you for listening. For more inspiring teaching, visit our website at dpmuk.org forward slash podcast. And like our page at facebook.com forward slash dpmuk to join our online community. 
Derek Prince. Teaching you can trust.